Welcome to OA50, where we'll master mediocrity and find meaning in the dictionary and fight for the respect of dad jokes. Jesus, man! Here we go. Welcome to the program. You know what? Today is a Thursday, the 13th, which means Friday got deprived of all that bad mojo. So uh, I think we have something to be happy about today and tomorrow. uh, Nothing, uh, no sneaky suspicions of something being around the corner. Should be a good couple of days and let me be candid. This is probably the fourth recording of this episode. I've been trying to test out mics to get a good feel on what works, what doesn't. This is on a dynamic, and uh, the first three attempts were using a condenser mic, and um, which is usually great for vocals, but they're very, very sensitive, and uh, they pick up a lot of background noise, and I do not have a good recording space. And so a dynamic is good for insulating out all that undesirable uh, noise. Kids, dogs, me fumbling around on the desk, whatever. But we'll see how this turns out. Today, we're going to flip some switches to what I call the monk state think more commonly known as being, you know, bright, smiley, ninja-like, happy. But the idea is to reach that desirable state of not feeling like shit. And so, but unlike the 10 billion other sources on how to tap that magic mana, this won't be fluff. This won't be inspirationable. I don't think that's a word, but I meant to say this won't be inspirational. These are going to be actionable switches. I mean, by that are tools that can be turned on to help you improve your emotional state. But first, let me break down how I do podcasts. I like it simple, quick, to the point, so you walk away knowing where that biological switch is and how to flip it. So here's how I do it. And I apologize for being an attorney up front. My map on how you do it is much like how I would write briefs. And uh, I have an affinity for acronyms and bad jokes. Just part of my, it's part of my chemistry now. So framework is. I'll present the idea, I'll summarize the solution on the front end, then I'll back up, provide a brief analysis on why that solution is the way it is, and embedded in that will be some real-life application, largely for myself. There may be other sources, but hopefully you walk away with a switch that's easy. And I stress easy because, yes, it's an acronym. E, effective. A, actionable. S, sticks and why it yields results for you that is it's relevant 
Okay, so let's talk about this elusive concept of happiness. As a preliminary matter, there is just so much shit on this from the inspirational, I got it right, which is generally worthless, to the overly technical, which is likewise worthless. Finding a filter for actionable tools, it's tough. But today what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the four, what I feel are the four fundamental switches when you need a lift and to get you in a different state, a better state, an improved state. I'm also going to throw in a couple of switches at the end that I would call quick switches in that if you need a boost, uh, I think these are a couple of things you can do in the moment to help yourself out. So, two things we need to agree on before we talk about the switches. First, let's agree that happiness, it's a hard thing to define. Some might call it different names like joy or contentment. Others may differentiate happiness from those words entirely, essentially creating different lanes for states and and trying to, I guess, really decipher between what would be considered joy, and I, I consider that like an undercurrent happiness, which may be more of a uh, an ephemeral, like agitated, excited state. And it's easy to dissect all that. But others might define it as just simply a state, like being blissful or satisfied. But for today's purposes, I'm going to rewire all those to simply call it the state of not being unhappy. Oh boy, there's the attorney again using a double negative. But the idea there is, the reason why I'm doing that is hopefully it'll be helpful in the sense that whatever you define as happy, you plug it in to my definition. So we'll call happy being content, blissed out, whatever it is. Okay, so it's the state of not being on whatever that desirable state is. See, you plug it in. But the point is, we're wanting to avoid what's undesirable, right? That's the point. Ultimately get you at some sort of improved state. Secondly, what we have to agree on is for this to effectively work, all four switches have to be on. And what I can assure you is, if all those four switches are in the up position, you're going to be in an optimal state and be in a better position to receive the joys of life. Okay, so let's get to these four ingredients to that monk-like state. First is motion. Second is engagement. The third is connection. And the fourth is absence of attachment. These form an acronym. Get that. Mecca. 
So if you got all four switches on and you're firing on all those cylinders, you're reaching your mecca of happiness. And, and look, for me, I think what I learned when I was in law school, an asylum of its own, but when I, what I learned is acronyms, look, some people try to get clever with them, but for me, they're really a useful tool because sometimes I might find something that I like I simply forget about it. I, I just, I'm like, what was that concept? What was that tool? And it, it won't come to mind. And so to the extent that I can help you remember what these are in an easy, actionable format, that's my goal. As you walk away from this and you think, Mecca, okay, what is emotion, engagement, connection, and, and absence of attachment, right? I wanna move away from attachment. So, breaking these down, motion, what I mean by that is simply keeping your body in motion. And that can be from the most obvious exercise, which is always good. And you can thumb through the internet, all those interwebs on exercise, what's best, what's not, staying in cardio too, and... Uh, resistance or lifting exercises, yoga for stretching in terms of longevity. There are a ton of ways you can improve your, your body, all right? But what I'm talking about is more fundamental of move around, keep that body in motion. That's what it's designed to do. You're not designed to stay in a stagnated state where you're sitting on a couch and you're not in motion. Get up, move around. And I think fundamental to that and giving you the energy to do that is food, diet. Your diet needs to be right. It doesn't need to be perfect. Use your intuition. Is it bad? It's a cookie. It's loaded with sugar. Yeah, don't put it in your body or limit it, right? Keep some mental calculation on what you're ingesting. But it doesn't have to be an exact science. Just put in more good, lessen the bad, that will give you the right fuel to move your body. And it's symbiotic with movement. You move a lot, you'll want the good stuff. If you get the good stuff, you'll have a tendency to move around you. That's the way it works. And let me tell you, from a real-life application, last I think it was last week, had a day where I was down in the dumps, got outside, was working with my stepfather on a deck project. I can't believe he allowed me to participate. You know me, I'm not a handyman. But my body was in motion, I was outside in the sun, and it improved my state. There's no question about it. And... So get up, move. Second thing is engagement. Your mind is focused on a purpose and you are moving towards that purpose. And I'm not talking about the meaning of life. I'm simply talking about find a task and do it, preferably something that's enjoyable. And when you engage in it, whether it's doodling on paper, meditation, Whatever it may be, you've got a purpose for what you're engaged in, and you're doing activities 
towards that purpose. In a more meaningful manner, you could have a professional purpose and you're chunking the activities and subsets of that purpose to move towards goals. Or just on a personal level, engage in a hobby, engage in something where your mind is focused and you're, and you're reaching, hopefully, what some would call that flow state. The third thing is connection. And I mean authentic, quality connection with other human beings. And it doesn't just include those who are in your tight-knit personal sphere, like family and close friends. What I mean is anyone and everyone that you engage with make it a quality connection and conversation. Avoid those negative subjects where somebody is just venting about their day. And by the way, I put together some content on the dangers, the risk of those types of conversations. But you're engaged in a quality conversation. You are learning something about them. You are giving them something in the conversation. Make it positive, make it constructive. And when you have those types of connections, they gain inertia in your life. So when you have bad moments, you have somebody you can vent to, you can be vulnerable, you can be authentic because you know that person. You're in a grocery store line, crack a joke, ask the cashier how they're doing and mean it. Have a desire to know that person beyond a cursory or small talk state. Small talk is shit. Like I hate small talk. I can't stand it. Like if I go to a networking event and I'm engaged in some sort of small talk, I've got probably 30 minutes at best before I have to pull the ripcord and give it, just get the hell out of it. Like I just can't do it. I run out of fuel. So make your connections authentic. And the last one is attachment. We live in a culture where attachment is prized. Our markers of success around attaining a bunch of shit that seem good, and they can be. They can, they can lead to enjoyable experiences. But when you become so attached that they define your sense of happiness and personal being, that's when they become dangerous. Lose those. In fact, I would go so far as to say that if you are attached to things other than the first three switches, it's probably detrimental. So move away from that. And I understand that the undercurrent of our society disapproves of that, and it's strong, particularly with technology. It's so immersive, and you got everybody on social media touting what they have, how they look, how they're feeling, man, that is a strong wave to fight. But the closer you can really move towards your authentic self and what's really important and mitigate the temptation of those shiny objects 
man, you're just going to be in a better overall state. It, it's just so much smoother, right? And it's something I really try to impress on my kids. It's not to avoid or, I think, try to diminish the experience of some of those fun things. They're great. Keep them in check. Appreciate the moment that you have with those things, but be prepared that they go away. All right? So you're in tune to yourself. When we put all these together, staying in motion, staying engaged, having quality connection, and really minimizing attachment, I can assure you, you will find that improved state overall. It's gonna be so much better. In fact, I, it is a shout out to everybody out there. If you can challenge me on that, I, I, I open up the dialogue because I truly feel that if you have those four things in lock, you're gonna feel better all the time. And without the agitation of transient moments where your mood swings, because it always will. You, you can't stay locked into a good or bad mood. It's gonna go away. But there's a reason for that. If we were in a biological state where all we felt was a good mood, we would know it was a good mood. We need that differentiation to appreciate it. And in those transient moments where you shift to the undesirable end, recognize it's gonna go away. It will. Move your body, get engaged with something. And I know that in those moments, the friction is high to do those things like move or engage. But if you can, do it. If not, understand that bad mood, that bad feeling will go away. It will. And when it goes away, get to those switches because you put yourself in a better position of avoiding or at least minimizing those bad moods later and the effect they have on you. Okay, so those were the four fundamental switches. A couple of switches you can use in the moment. You're not going to like this one, but it works. Cold immersion, like a cold shower. In fact, if you go to the Huberman Lab podcast, Andrew Huberman, I believe he is a neuroscientist, specializes in ophthalmology out of Stanford. Uh, but he talks a lot about this great, great podcast. I've been listening to him for years. And um, he's definitely on my checklist of good sources. And he too concentrates on actionable uh, tools, but really gets into the science of it, which is fascinating. But um, he talks about cold, cold water immersion quite a bit. And I think on his last podcast, he was saying that there's some studies out now, that even what I would call a tepid temperature of like 68 makes some changes. And I know from personal experience, when I turn that knob, and it's a hard thing to do, but when I go from hot to cold, and I get past that momentary shock of the cold water, it changes my state. And in fact, I wear my Apple Watch and I will watch my heart rate just drop. So it could go from 100 to 68 or 70 in no time. And then when I get out of that shower, I'm feeling 
feeling that warrior-like state, just feel calm, collect, like I could do anything. Until, of course, my toddlers come barreling around the corner and just rob me from it. But they're great. Which I had their energy. Totally awesome. And I'll talk more about them at some point in the future. So the second quick switch, and I alluded to this with my story about motion, getting outside, is sunlight. There was a lot of emphasis on this during COVID for purposes of vitamin D and the benefits of sunlight. Man, for me, again, anecdotally, it, there's just no comparison. When I get out in the sun and I'm moving my body in the sun, it is so much better than being indoors. I just feel connected. There's something that changes me. And whether it's in my mind or some sort of biological pre precursors that are kicking in, making that change state, it's great. I see it in my kids, man. If we have a day outside, it is night and day versus uh, a day indoors. So those are your, your two quick fixes if you need that burst to feel better. So you've got it. You've got your Mecca. You've got a couple of quick fixes if you need it. Go get after it today, and I will catch you the next time. Oh